Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is, did you catch that? Wait, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, this is not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, episode one, did you catch that with Cassie and Chrissy? <laughs> Clearly, we're off to a great start. There's so much to talk about, like with bubble basketball, the playoffs, Damian Lillard, not Danny having, <laughs> oh my God, yes, <laughs> there's just so much to cover, but um, one thing that I wanted to start with that's kind of just been on my mind the last few days is uh, Breonna Taylor, and one of like the primary missions under the umbrella of Black Lives Matter for the NBA as they came back to, you know, finish a season was making sure that they bring light to the fact that the cops who murdered Brianna in her sleep, in her home, um, now over 100 days ago, have not been charged yet. And I think that the players in the WNBA and the NBA have done a really good job of doing that, making sure they say the names of the cops, making sure that they you know, talk about Brianna's family and they just constantly discuss what's been going on, which I really appreciate. I feel like, you know, with so much that's different now with the NBA, um, there's a lot of appeal to watch these games. And with the viewership, it's like, why not use it for good and talk about important things that are going on right now? And, you know, you see a lot of people wearing like t-shirts with Brianna on it and like using their interview time to only talk about her, which is great. Like, you know, like Tobias Harris and LeBron, like using that a lot of time to say her name and all that stuff but where they lost me was um lebron wearing the maga style hat that said make america arrest the cops who killed brianna taylor i personally did not like that how do you feel about that i have to agree you see it's just that red hat has a certain like judgment to it already like a predisposed judgment just because of what it is so they make all these different variations of it personally when i see a red hat in public i'm just like no way this person is really wearing do you know what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. obviously up close we saw the pictures of lebron it clearly did not say that and everyone knows if you know lebron you know he's not going to wear the make america great again hat but i think the intent was there i think it was poorly executed yeah and i mean he does draw awareness lebron is he was wearing the black lives matter warm-up like he uses his platform in very well but i feel like it's just like when you incorporate the maga slogan it's just a it's like a line and it's like it's like thin ice you know do you really want to skate on it it's just tricky for some people yeah i mean yeah that's i did not like it (laughs) i agree like i saw it and i'm like Bro, like, what? What is this? Like, it's just there's a I fair also, line. I didn't expect it from like, I didn't expect it from LeBron. And obviously, like, it's not like, oh my god, how could he do that? But it's just like, I feel like LeBron could have thought about it a little more. Like, he is bringing attention to it still, as everyone should be. Like, do not let your social media feeds die down. However, it's just a slippery slope when you bring that bum slogan. <laughs> 
for the president. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, obviously, and it is like a sensitive topic. And then to use his slogan with it, I wasn't a fan. There's a thin line between like being, um, what's the word? There's a thin line between it being, it comes off performative. I, I yeah. feel like that's the word yeah. I'm looking for. Like, yeah, that's, yep. He's not the only one either. I mean, outside oh, of no. NBA, you know, you see the TikToks, the stupid memes and influencers like hashtagging her name okay. on pictures that have nothing to do with her. It's so frustrating because this Riverdale actress, she posted um a picture like on the beach without a shirt or whatever like you know like a provocative photo shoot and she was like okay now that i caught your attention and social media was like this is not okay she ended up deleting it but it's just like this isn't um like a social media trend to you know exactly you know what I mean? like it's not like oh yeah let me go and work on this and perform this act so all of my followers like that's just not what this is at all and yeah that's just how i feel about it it's very, something. very annoying, especially yeah. as a black woman, like watching all of this happen. It's, it's insensitive it's too. I think I saw a meme that said, I can't believe um, the cops who killed Brianna still haven't been arrested. But it was like the words were on um, the butter box, like the I can't believe it's not butter. And I've seen worse. Like, it's just it blows my mind. And this is exactly why you have so many people saying, like, you need to protect black women. Even last night, Megan Thee Stallion was on Instagram Live explaining, reliving her trauma. Mm -hmm. Why does she have to do that for you to believe what happened to her? She should never have to do that. Why does she have to explain herself for for being shot? Something she did not ask for. Like, and even when it first came out, like people were just making like funny tweets about it and like turning it into a joke. And it's like, it's not funny. No, it's super insensitive. And then the memes, and it's also like, the Brianna Taylor thing, it's like, you know, she was a person. Exactly. She has a family. It She has her, like, just everyone who cared about her. You can't go. And then, I'm sorry, do you want to go on social media and see memes? Memes are meant to be, like, joke, laugh, funny. But it's just not. At all. And I don't know about you, but I haven't seen any memes like that around, like, George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery. Nope. Personally, nope. I haven't seen it. Nope. You're you're so right. I agree with everything you're saying. It's almost like people <laughs> like are more focused on who can come up with the more creative concept as opposed yeah, to like, who can do more action to get it's to like which social charge. media influencer is gonna have the most likes and retweets. It's kind of like like what tweet can I come up with that's gonna get me the attention? Like, no, that's literally, it's not, it's not a social media campaign. That's the word I was looking for before. Yeah. This is not a social media campaign for like, you know, it's like a movement and you're not going to sit here and post pictures of your face on a beach and say arrest the cops. Do you know, that's super insensitive and it's like, they're missing the point. It's like in one year and out the other, it's like flying over their heads. <laughs> exactly. I completely missed the point. Yeah. No, like. Which Riverdale actress was it? I don't watch Riverdale, but okay. maybe I'll know her name. Okay, it was Lily Reinhardt, the blonde girl. Stop! I like her! It was her? Yeah, she ended up deleting it. She was like, sorry, I didn't realize. And it's just like, I'm sorry. People, this is the thing. These people have platforms. 
That's what I was talking about with LeBron wearing the hat. He has a platform, and he uses his platform really, really well, which is why I was surprised he would wear the, like, Make America Arrest the Cops hat and in red, which is why I was surprised by him because I feel like he always, he, like, leads constantly, you know. He always thinks about what he does, which is why I was a part of his appeal. Yeah, exactly, which is why I was surprised by him wearing the hat, if I'm being completely honest, because I thought he might even, because I feel like even if he has, like, a little idea, like, hmm, these people might not take it well, some people, which a lot of people did not for good reason, Mm -hmm. which is why I was shocked when I saw it. It's funny because um, when I first started out as an intern for NBC Sports in Stanford, they gave us a goodie bag of a bunch of stuff, and one of the items in the bag was a red (laughs) hat. And it said Pyeongchang because that's where um, the Winter Olympics were. And even that, I didn't want to wear it. It was the exact shade of red as a MAGA hat. And I'm like, I I can't wear this. That that hat makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it makes me genuinely uncomfortable. When I see someone in the street with a red hat, I'm like, no, no, sir, writing. And then I see them and I'm like, okay, woo, thank God. But in my head, I'm like, I wouldn't even wear one, you know? Yeah. Like, for what? It's just not funny. Like, it's not yeah. cool. I think it's really corny. It was insensitive, I think. Insensitive. I think that's a good word to use. Mm-hmm. Um, lack of judgment, maybe. Yeah. And there's just too many people around him. I mean, we don't know what that's anyone what said, I mean. but I'm wondering, like, did anyone tell him, like, maybe you shouldn't yes. wear That's that. why I was getting out with this when I was like, he should have thought about it more. And maybe that's why Paul Pierce made his comments. Oh, God. Don't. All right. Let's, let's get into that. Paul Pierce <laughs> had a lot to say. <laughs> He did. He was talking that. Every time he opens his mouth, like, I'm embarrassed that I used to be a Paul Pierce fan. I used to get clowned for it, too. And this was before all the malarkey. But now it's worse. Like, let me let me read the quote verbatim. Okay, so uh, the Lakers lost game one. And it wasn't even a blowout, by the way. It was not a blowout. It was 193 to the Trailblazers. And Paul Pierce said, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really laughing. It's laughable, but continue. If the Lakers don't win a championship, let alone lose in the first round, I don't want to hear none of this GOAT talk no more. And they lit his up on Twitter as they should have. Do you think, like, after he said it, he was like, that's it. I can't go on social media for a week. Honestly, like, no, because I don't think he thought anything was wrong with what he said, and that's the problem. He had – it's just, okay, one comment before I go into Paul Pierce. Don't feel bad about being a Paul Pierce fan because growing up, Aaron Hernandez, before Des Bryant came into the league, Aaron Hernandez was my favorite player. He was my background. I loved him, okay? Oh, man. I was, oh. like, nine years old. Anyway, so don't feel too bad about being a Paul Pierce fan. But... You know what's sick? He has more what? fans now. <laughs> that's the sick part, but that's a, that's for another day. <laughs> this is, is another, another podcast day. episode. Right? Um, no, but the issue is I do it too. I am 1,000% guilty of doing this. I feel like basketball is still a team sport. You have your stars. However, I am a Bucks fan, so I constantly do this when I'm talking about Yanni's. I constantly separate him from the Bucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's part of the Bucks, but I'm always like, oh, if Yanni's plays this way, that's it. We're winning. If Yanni says this, and then I'm like, okay, the whole team is good. Like, they just play well together, but I'm like, I have to take a step back. So, him saying, if the Lakers 
what was it? Don't go past round one. He's not going to be the goat. Yeah. For me, it's not like it's not okay. I understand. It's not all LeBron. Even if LeBron doesn't play to the best of his abilities, number one, how many how many years has LeBron been playing? Exactly. exactly and it wasn't exactly. like he was playing terrible he had a triple double so I'm like, what is your point it's what because, is like, your point he can't do it alone no. it's like the scapegoat thing anyone if you're the best player on your team you're the scapegoat no matter what meanwhile they, used to they do it to iverson they did the what? same thing to alan iverson when he was um on the sixers yeah it's, he can't it's, do it alone it's crazy that's what i'm saying it's like like Yanni's too. I'm using him again, but like when the Bucks lost, it's because like Yanni's okay. The Bucks really did choke last season. Like I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? Four in a row. But it's not only him. Like one person cannot win a basketball game. Exactly. That's my issue with these LeBron comments. Okay. Am I a LeBron hater sometimes? One thousand percent. Do I always say he's not the best player currently in the, at the moment? Overall, yes. But yeah, I've said that about LeBron before. But he is the goat. Okay. And, like, right. just because he's not going to go past – it's just – like, it's a team sport. You, you cannot forget that. Comments like that discredit all of the great players who maybe don't have a ring. Like, that yeah. that comment was just very, like, irresponsible. And it's just like, do you know who LeBron is? Exactly. Like, it just – he doesn't have anything to back it up. Like, wow, they didn't get past – meanwhile, mind you, it's 1-1 the series. It's not like they didn't even lose yet. I'm like, he's acting whoa, like it was, like, one, three relax. You know? And then for them – like, I wonder what he thought after last night's game because they beat the Trailblazers. <laughs> what was the score? It was 111 to 88. Yeah. So, again, yeah. what was your point? Like, that's a blowout. Yeah. No, yeah. What is it? 23 points? I'm What's terrible it? at math. Is it 23 points? I hope. <laughs> I'm, someone's going to fact check me and be like, maybe we'll, you should we'll do the math later. Mad class. LeBron? Literally, okay, let's see. He had okay. Well, never mind. He had ten points, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw the stats too. I was like, oh, okay. scratches my head. Was the last night, but again, it it's still, but it doesn't justify anything Paul Pierce yeah. said. It just it says not at all. If that, anything, it proves your comment. It's a team effort. Like I think it's the jealousy talking. If I'm being completely honest, it is for he's, sure. There's no other reasoning. You don't say that. Like, like. It's like, yeah, it makes no sense. I can't even think of why he would say that, you know? That's really like, – So I'm boldly, for him. So boldly. He said, you know what? This is how I feel, and everyone's going to know it. Well, do you know what? Keep those thoughts to yourself because it's Please. embarrassing. Don't say anything else. <laughs> Literally just stop talking. But it's okay. It was like the Bucks. The Bucks lost. Now the series is tied 1-1. Everyone was hitting me up. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, oh my what? gosh. Oh my God! Yeah, that's your MVP, Giannis. That's your MVP. Look at the Bucks. Look at this. Look at that. Mind you, this was when they lost the first game. The Lakers hadn't played yet. Series uh-huh. didn't start. They're like, "Oh, that's your MVP," and they were a LeBron fan. They're always telling me like LeBron this, LeBron that. The Lakers lose. I'm like, I messaged him. I said, "That's your MVP." I just listen. I don't throw shade unless shade's thrown to me. Then you're gonna get it back. <laughs> but I'm just like, you have to like wait it out. Like this, it's crazy. You People have to. Like Honestly, um, there's hope for the Bucks. I personally have lost all hope for the Sixers, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. <laughs> they are embarrassing. I'm humiliated. I'm annoyed. It's just – it makes no sense. Why is it this hard to beat the Celtics? Why? Like, yeah, so and they lost. And no shade to Jason Tatum because he's fantastic. They lost by, like, 20-something, right? 
horrible. Was it? Let me go double check. Yeah, it was 101 to 128. Like, what? And then, did you see Joel? Oh, my God. His poor face. They just <laughs> constantly those. turn him into a meme, but it's like, this is serious. <laughs> like, this is not a joke. It doesn't make any sense what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, I I can't relate, but... Right. <laughs> Me being a Bucks fan, but I understand how frustrating it is because you have good players. That's the most frustrating part. And I a think lot of money you, into those players too. A yep, lot of money. You have a team. You have all stars on your team. You have big players, mm-hmm. and then you see them play, and it's just like, what is this? What That's how honestly want? I felt like that with the Cowboys a lot too. <laughs> the Cowboys have some of the best talent, whether you like them or hate them. They have some of the best talent in each position, and then they go out on the field, and it's like, what? So what do you think it is for the 76ers? Do you, how do you feel about the coaching? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's – Brett I think, Brown better count his days. Yeah, he like – better count – Vegas swept. <laughs> Brett Brown. And I love – this is the problem. This is the problem because, you know, Stephen A. Smith made a really good point. We can't be focused on the character of these players. That does not matter when we're losing games. Story of my life. I get so distracted by um, Tobias Harris' character. Because he's, in general, like his activism, just his work off the court, phenomenal. And then Mm -hmm. you would think because we put $180 million into him that things would be different, (laughs) but it's just not. No, I totally, yeah. I get attached to players. I will defend them. Till there's nowhere defending left. And then it's like, just because you like them as a person. I'm like, yeah, you're 1000% right. It's hard though. You just, you get attached, but it just sucks when you guys have Joel Embiid. Like, exactly. And it shouldn't matter that we don't have Ben right now. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. At Joel Embiid's enough. I think Joel Embiid has had enough with what's <laughs> going on. Like, or does that feel like a fever dream wait what jimmy butler honestly I said, do you remember dream. those he was there for like three like days. a fever dream and i thought i really thought he was gonna stick around for the long run and he just dipped i don't he know if i'm did. upset or if i support it he's one of my favorite players too i love him he's so funny to me but he dipped okay i'm trying to think i'm looking at the 76ers right now, and you guys actually do have a good team. Where are regardless players? Of, regardless if Ben Simmons is playing or not, they still have to win. That's not how you conduct a team. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Because he's what's gone point? for a while, no? Ben? Yeah. Oh, he's out indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. he's out. Like, did he get surgery or no? I, I don't know if he had the surgery yet, but he's definitely out. Yeah, I saw he yeah. left and he has to go. And oh, I'm like, that. I think it so just also people. hurts the. It hurts like your team morale. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you like? I don't. I don't want to butcher his name. The young kid, Matisse, Matisse Bible. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love Matisse. I'm definitely a Matisse fan. He's a he's TikToker, great. YouTuber. He's so talented. Yeah, so, so talented. Like, I wonder what he studied. Let me go see what he studied in school. I like him. I'm a fan of him. I always see his TikToks. Okay, but yeah, I like Joel and B too. Yeah, it's okay, Christina. You know, your team can't always win. <laughs> it's just it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's okay. I cry when my team loses, so I'm not judging you. 
No, those, <laughs> when you take pictures of yourself crying when the Cowboys lose. Oh, I hysterically cry. The Cowboys, I'm literally in tears. Like, I just can't fathom it. Oh, wait, sidebar. He studied communications, Matisse, which makes a whole bunch of sense because his editing skills for TikTok and YouTube is top-notch. Suddenly, I love him even more, and I'm going to root for him for the rest of my life. I'm I'm always rooting for him, always. Yeah, I like him a lot. No, he's great, yeah. Oh, so they play today. Yeah, they do. I'm so scared. (laughs) Okay, but also, if they lose, don't worry. Everyone's going to pick old Ben Simmons was out. So... Right. So what? So yeah, what? that's gonna be the storyline. Like I know you won't, but a lot of seventy sixers fans are gonna be like, it's because we didn't have Ben Simmons. It's oh no, 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 no. Um, Sixers fans are all on the same page. We're blaming the front office for sure. You think you're gonna get a new coach? Like, what do you think is the Absolutely. issue here? That has to be it because it's just not making any sense. You see, when the Bucks fired Jason Kidd, I love Jason Kidd as the coach. Jason Kidd too. It, like I love my him. life. Yes, I love him as a person. I just loved him. They fired him. I was mad. We got oh, what was his name? He creeped me out. The intern <laughs> coach. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember his name. He literally creeped me out. I did not like him. And then we got Coach Bud. I thought I loved Jason Kidd. <laughs> my love for Coach Bud is on a new level. I love that man. Oh, he be nice. I'm just kidding. I love Brett Brown, but for us, maybe not. It's kind of oh, like how we yeah. felt about um, Andy Reid and Ch- okay. Chip Kelly. Yeah. No, I love yeah. him. Like, Me too. Him. He won his Super Bowl. I love that man. I totally understand that. It's like Wade Phillips. When Wade Phillips was the coach of the Cowboys, well, I love Wade Phillips, but everyone was like, he was the interim head coach. Everyone was like, and then he coached us. And everyone's like, no, Wade Phillips, this and that. And I loved him as a person more, but now he went on. He did the Rams defense and look, you know. This is like a metaphor for how I move in my life. <laughs> like you can really like somebody, but they just might not be right for you. Really, you really like them, but like the fit, it's just not working it's out. Not there. not there. You guys just don't vibe as you should. Just let yeah. it go, sis. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Move on because better things will happen. Clearly, you could find honestly. Coach you, find, okay? you have to to Good trust mind. the process. Pun Literally. intended. Literally, trust the process. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, bubble basketball as a whole. That was me growing up. Why don't you like it? It's nothing specific. I'm telling you, it just, it doesn't motivate me. I'm the complete opposite. Like, I honestly, I watch it, obviously. I want to see what's happening. But something about it, I think for me, I love just like the setting of being at a game. I love just everything around it, if that makes sense. Like I love sports, but then I love the like, sur- like the community of sports. Well, sometimes because some of guys are mean when you're a woman in sports. Just putting oh, yeah. that out there. Sometimes I like it, but <laughs> I just like being able to go to the game, like all the fans, seeing like the players with their outfits, just things like that. You know, mm-hmm. just everything. And I like I don't know how to explain it, but something about the bubble it feels fake to me. It's not fake, obviously. This is real basketball, but. I guess I'm just so used to how it was. Something about it just, it doesn't appeal to me at all. I mean, I don't absolutely hate it. I mean, it's better than not having anything. Like, I'm thankful they figured this out. But it's just not, okay, the excitement isn't there for me, if that makes sense. Like, it's not the same excitement as it would be. I get that. It does feel like an alternate universe. It's so different. It's like, wait, you guys are in there with no one watching? I feel like, I like the, um... 
the virtual fans, I feel like it's so funny. Like watching their facial expressions randomly. You have like Lil Wayne in the corner watching the Lakers. I feel like that is so funny. You know, that's cool. That's definitely cool for sure. I forget. What was I watching? It was probably, yeah, it was the basketball game. They had all these virtual fans. I'm like, I think I would like this more if I was one of the virtual fans, though. Yeah. Like, maybe I would like it more. I don't know. It's just, and then one guy was, like, shoving his face with popcorn yesterday during the Bucks game. And I'm like, how does this happen? Like, do you know how they're doing the behind the scenes to the virtual fans? Do you send clips of yourself? I don't know. I saw a TikTok once of a guy who was a virtual fan for, like, every game. He was, and like, he was shoving his face with popcorn. I'm, like, is it live? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, or I don't know. Or record himself doing this? Like, is he sitting at home on his couch pretending to, like, be – I was wondering. I was, like, I, I got to look so. this. I want to be a virtual fan. <laughs> Apparently, I think the tickets – Um, I don't know how the ticketing works. So you have to, like, um, reserve a spot or – I have to find that oh, for sure. Because someone explain the process of how to get – viewership to those games yeah no the the bucks oh they're doing anything to make some money because let me tell you the bucks (laughs) emailed us no i'm the bucks email me and i guess they're throwing like at pfizer forum they're throwing like a watch party you have to wear your mask when you eat you don't have to minimum you can buy minimum of four tickets that's one table and i'm like oh that's pretty cool like how much? Wondering. Like, I'm in New York City. Like, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. No, but, you know. <laughs> I was like, let me add four tickets to my cart. They were, I want to say, they weren't actually that, okay, they were actually pretty expensive, but it was like a five-course meal. And they have you sitting on the court watching the game. What? Now, I'm like, that feels like an alternate universe. Like, I feel like I'm watching, like, like, you know in those movies when they go to dinner parties yeah, and then they're like betting money on who's gonna win and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I felt like it is. I'm like, this is just insane. Like, what's happening? The tickets? Oh my god. Okay, and they're saying either, minimum. Okay, I'm stuck between two numbers, but they're very different. <laughs> I'm literally gonna tell you. Oh, they just emailed me. Your table is waiting for you. Five star meal. I'm about to purchase a table now. I wanted to say they were like, okay, okay, I'm. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I almost <laughs> So minimum, though, we have to think is four tables. Minimum is four tickets. Mm-hmm. They're 170 each without tax. Huh? So that's already 800 Yes, 800 plus tax. So you're going to spend like $1,000 to go in the middle of the court with random strangers and watch this game and get a five-course meal. And now, I can watch I- it at home and not catch COVID. Yep, exactly. Because For free. Season, if the game was at Pfizer Forum... Pfizer form the tickets, they've gone up in price, but they have not gone up too much. One seventy, you can get like a decent ticket. That's why I'm like, it's just now it feels manuf- it feels manufactured like too much, you know. Just they have to make money somehow. That's why. Like- and then I'm like, okay, they are losing money, but now it's just feeling I don't know the word to use like not forced because we love basketball, and fans love basketball, but you don't have to go doing a watch party for round one. Yeah, I see what you, you mean. mean. Like, if it was, like, if we were in the finals, oh, 1,000%. You want to be around other fans. But round one, you're going to sit there with, like, I don't know. And that's something you can, like, talk about in the future. Like, oh, yeah, when we had the playoffs during COVID, like, I went to that watch party during the finals. Like, that is something you can brag about, even though you were. Yeah, it's cool. I'm telling you, if they make if they make the finals, oh, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, let me just tell you, I sound so selfish right now. I really do. Do you think the Bucks are going to make the finals? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. 
because last year, last season, me and my dad were ready to go. To, I'm like, Dad, I'm going. I've never seen one of my team win. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan. I was not alive in the early 90s and 70s, 80s to see the Cowboys play good. So I'm like, Dad, I've never seen a team make it. We were up. It was 2-0, leading the Raptors. We lose four in a row. Four in a row. Don't go to the finals. I said, Dad, this is in real life. So now I'm like, whenever one of my team makes it, I have to go. But if the Bucks make it this season, I will be very happy. But I, my selfishness will come through because I will be slightly disappointed that I cannot be there for it. I really will. No, I feel your pain. Um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was all the way in England. Oh, I was very yeah, upset. Like, like, it's like, like you're excited, but it hurts. I, I saw everyone at home on Instagram oh. and Snapchat at the parade. And I had to watch the Super Bowl in a bar um, up the street from my apartment out there. Oh, and I cried in the bar. Like, yeah, ugly cry. It's like, you're excited, but it's disappointing because, like, the part of being a fan is, like, being able to experience the emotions with, like, other fans and other people. And if they just win, like, I'm in New York City. I never see a Milwaukee Bucks yeah, fan. You, okay? you feed off that energy. And then, like, being over there, at least... They're not like American football is not that popular, but because it was Eagles against the Patriots, everybody knows Tom Brady. So everyone yeah. in there had their number 12 jerseys on. I was the only one that was an Eagles yeah, fan. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be an Eagles fan in England. So like it was just me and my friends who supported me because I'm from Philly. <laughs> just excited. And everyone else was just like, oh, okay. Like, I guess. No, I totally feel that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll be so happy if they win, but it's like, I couldn't, like, be there to experience it with them, which is a big part of it. Speaking of being in New York City, the Knicks getting the eighth pick <laughs> in the NBA lottery draft. I mean, I I was a Knicks fan when I was, like, from the ages of, like, 7 to 11, I was a Knicks fan. My dad's a Knicks fan. He brought me to these games. He would always bring me to games. I literally have my Landry Fields jersey, Danilo Gallinari, Carmelo Anthony. I saved them. Knicks fan. And then after 11, I couldn't vibe with them. I feel like you have to vibe with I couldn't team. vibe with them. I'm crying. You at 11. I, I can't vibe with y'all. I feel like you have to vibe with your sports team. Me and the Knicks. Oh, once Amari Stoudemire, like all of them. I just, after that team, I couldn't vibe with them. I'm telling you. And then I became a Bucks fan. And for anyone saying I'm a bandwagon fan, because people tell me that all the time. Because I'm Greek. not. Yes, because of Giannis. Okay. Yeah. But I followed Giannis in Greece. I followed him to the NBA, and then I started, like, paying attention to him on the Bucks. And then that was when Jabari Parker was on the Bucks. So I loved Jabari Parker. And then Jason Kidd, and I just loved the whole team. The first season I was a fan, they won 15 games. Okay, guys? You chose the perfect time. Like, Yes, I'm not a bandwagon Bucks fan. They won 15 games the first season. That was before Yanni's, because he developed. And everyone would tell me, you're crazy. Why are you a Bucks fan? They're not even good. I'm like... I'm about, like, leave me alone. I vibed with them, okay? Just because you don't vibe with them. <laughs> I was a Knicks fan because of my grandma. Like, when my grandma okay. came to the States, um, she moved to Brooklyn. So she, um, and that's, the Nets were New Jersey. So she was a Knicks fan. Yeah. She's always had the hats, the sweaters, the t-shirts. So that's what I grew up on. When I, like, became a Knicks fan on my own, as opposed to influence, that was when um, Carmelo came. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's our time. We about to win. Nope. Okay. Oh, my God. Didn't happen. I had to break up with the Knicks when I was, like, a senior in high school, so I'm done. And that was right before I moved to Oh, New okay. York. So I'm you like, were, done. okay. You were after you. When Carmelo, I was a fan when Carmelo came back to New York. I, they made a commercial for him. I would watch it and tear up, okay? <laughs> I downloaded it from YouTube so I can have it on my iPod Touch. It was 
I'm coming home. Stop. I'm coming home. Maybe it's such a big deal. Like you, you can feel yes. it in your spirit. You're like, oh my God, they really want to win a championship this year. They used that song. They were showing like all the bridges, like across the show New York City. I'm like, that's my city. And they made it so emotional. I would watch it at the age of 11 and tear up. My parents would be like, yeah, that's 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 our daughter. I could tear up. <laughs> He came back and we just, we didn't, we didn't vibe anymore. So yeah. I, I really tried to stick it out. I, I had all the gear. I had the mellow shirts, the jerseys. I mean, I tried yeah. so hard. I, I love teased it. in school for oh, being a Knicks Danilo, fan. Yeah, Daniel Gallinari. Oh, yeah, because you're in Philly. So yeah, I'm in Philly. Like, it, it was yeah. like double embarrassing. Yeah, Daniel Gallinari was my favorite in Landry Fields. <laughs> throwback, I literally, I don't know what it was. I don't, I think I was a Knicks fan just because. Well, I am from New York. Maybe New York, yeah. And it's like they make such a big deal about you know they're playing at Madison Square Garden. No shade, like I love MSG, but it's super ugly in there. Okay, but like also full shade, <laughs> like full shade. If you're listening to this, redo it because MSG is legendary. But it looks like a rock. Like, it's so ugly in there. I hate going to games at the Garden. Like, but Barclays, sign me oh, up. Remember we went to the Barclays game? Loved it. Yeah, it was my amazing. birthday. Who was playing? It was the Nets versus the Cavs. I think. Yep, it I was. I really Kevin Love, and I was so excited. Yeah, it was Nets versus Cavs. Our seats were amazing. Everything about it was amazing. Now you go to MSG, you have to go up five flights to even get to the first level. Horrible. I hate going to MSG. Yeah, I, I feel like Knicks it's only for people who aren't used to New York, who've never been to a game there, or yeah. don't see MSG all the time. Definitely go, but it's trash. We could still redo it. I have to go up five flights stairs to get to the first level. Also, okay, it might be four flights. Please do not come for me, guys. Like... <laughs> Also, what was I going to say about MSG? Oh, the Knicks. The Knicks have all the hype still. The Knicks can literally have a two-win season, and they'll be still be the Knicks. They have so much hype around them. It honestly blows my mind. I don't. I think that's the only te- – the Knicks and the Lakers are the only two teams that can get away with stuff like that. Yeah, they can. And you know actually what state has the most loyal fans? Who? Ohio. Cleveland fans? You think so? Cleveland? Okay, imagine being um, a Browns fan. Ew. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking just Cavs. I'm not even thinking about every other team. like the Browns. You're right. Even Cavs fans are pretty loyal, too, though, I think. I went to Cleveland. The Browns fans literally – I was like, imagine your team sucking this much. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't even mean to be rude. But, like, I went, like, three years ago, and they were (laughs) really bad. Like, wow, guys, they they made progress last season, but (laughs) – I was in Cleveland. I was like, Dad, do you see this? Like, that's loyalty. Mind you, I'm very loyal to my teams, but Cleveland fans, super loyal. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm loyal to my Yeah, it hurts. Like, you get attached. Yeah, you really do. Breakup. Like, when they lose, when the Cowboys lost in the playoffs, I feel like I'm going through a breakup. Now I have to wait months. Who knows when I'm going to see them again? Who knows when I'm going to hear from them again? That's it's so like cool. actual heartbreak. It's actual heartbreak. Oh my god! <laughs> like the fact that sports can bring people to tears—that's powerful. <laughs> Literally, tears, arguments, fights. It can bring people together. I've gotten some real intense arguments with people, like over over sports. Oh, third grade, I got sent to the office because I kicked a boy because he. New York Giants fans. Everyone, everyone was, yeah, and growing up Cowboys fans, and that was in the era, it was like 
when the Cowboys, it was like Tony Romo's like bad, mm. like when he went to like hold the field goal or whatever, and he like his hand slipped, or it was when we <laughs> lost the last second. Last second, they iced the kicker, and if we would have made the 30-yard field goal, we would have beat the Giants, but they iced the kicker, and he made the first one, didn't make the second one. Then I had to show my face in school the next day. My mom always used to give me pep talks. She was like, Cass, you let them know. The best team cannot always win. So it was during that era growing up. And then they'd be like, okay, so who was the coach in 1972? And I'm oh like, my God, who, everyone who told me? Like a, a, you don't even know. A trivia wizard. Exactly. So I said, okay, bet, and I kicked him. Got in trouble, but you know they didn't really do much. He was a he could have he could handle it. Just stop talking about my Cowboys and asking me who the kicker in 1972 was because you he don't probably even deserved know. it. <laughs> exactly, he did deserve it. So the Nazi, if you're listening to this, <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> that is funny. Another thing that kind of shocked me was the Warriors having the number two pick. <laughs> like, what's going on? What is going on? Like, imagine Anthony Edwards on the Warriors. And he actually talked about that. Like, I watched, he did an interview with uh, Taylor Rooks for Bleacher Report. And um, she just went down the list of, like, different teams who could potentially draft him. She asked him about the Warriors, and he was like, well, who wouldn't love to play with Steph and Clay?" I'm like, can you imagine that team? Yeah, I think everyone is, like, not forgotten about the Warriors, but it's just like, guys, you realize they still have these players? They still have them. Everyone's yeah. really distracted right now by, like, yeah. the Dame Lillards, the Devin Bookers, and but it's like, hold on now. The Warriors and- are still very present. They may not be in the playoffs right now. And during the lottery they had Steph Curry pop up on the screen I was like I wonder what's going through his head right now does he just see like more rings in in the back of his mind he has to he has braids now you know what that means <laughs> I swear it's like when guys with braids they're just in a whole different zone like you, you gotta watch out for them Christina He's oh speaking of bubble basketball well we weren't even talking about bubble basketball but I'm bringing it back can we talk about the Phoenix Suns yes let's get into because- it I have to say. How unfortunate that they're not in the playoffs right now. Oh, very unfortunate. I feel bad for them. But you want to know why they're playing so good? So I attended Arizona State University. I'm very familiar with all this. And let me just tell you, no one parties hard or has as many groupies as Arizona teams in any aspect. Baseball teams, when they go for spring training out there, do you know what I mean? Is it, it is because of ASU? Because I love Arizona. I think it's just a but party it's state. boring. No, yeah, I think it's a party state. I went to ASU for one year. Arizona State, this, not my vibe at all. I'm like, mom, dad, called them crying. I called my parents in tears. Book my plane ticket now. Literally in tears. I said, mom, dad, my mom was like, come on, just wait it out. Like, I, you're, you're graduating early. You just have this. I'm like, I can't do this. In tears. It just was not my vibe. Like, all the parties. If you take Old Town Scottsdale, like, that's where, like, they all go out, all the clubs, away from the Phoenix Suns. Do you see how they play? Because even – it's just crazy to me. Like, when you can focus, 
in the bubble, it's all basketball. That's the only thing you can focus on. Mm-hmm. And you see people coming out and everyone's like, wow, they're playing so good. And I genuinely think whether it's because they have kids at home and they're away from them, <laughs> that's so bad. But like, I don't know if they have kids at home and they're away from their kids or their wives or. Kids are distracting. Have- I love kids. Jeez. Yeah. Exactly. They are distracting. Or if they don't have like the clubs to go out, all the distractions, they play differently. And honestly, I think that is exactly happened with the Phoenix. That's exactly what happened with the Phoenix Suns, and I'm standing by that. I think you're onto something. That no, might be like, but even just every team—not every team, but a lot of teams in general have really been showing out. And it's like, okay, maybe this is what happens when all you have is basketball. Exactly. Like, okay, like obviously the Phoenix Suns are not the only team that goes out and parties. Like they all do. Okay, they're NBA players, but. When you take distractions away from them, it's kind of wild, like what they can accomplish. Yeah, even if it's just like the wife nagging them or whatever, like there, it's just all basketball. So and they're around their their friends, their teammates. Oh, it's just it's it's different. It's kind of like I would love to see what Tristan Thompson would have done in the bubble. Genuinely, (laughs) genuinely, without distractions, Mm. (laughs) because. He's very distracted in life. So, oh, all the time. He's so distracted. That's why I'm like, I want to throw the most problematic NBA players in a separate bubble. Let them play each other and just see what happens. happens. I'm just curious to see. I know I'm laughing and I'm making a joke out of it, but I'm so serious. I would genuinely love to see like what these distracted players, if they get put into a bubble, how they play. Genuinely, because I think it would make a world of difference. Mm hmm. Is. Just think about it. I'm, I'm not always right, but I'm definitely right on this. I, I can tell that. you that. Like I may not always be real. spot on, but no distractions are real. Would anyone, even not NBA players, if you're in school, you know what I mean? Like you just focus so more when that's the only thing you can think about. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's my two cents. Even though if you didn't <laughs> ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That wraps up our first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us ramble about this, that, and a third. Um, <laughs> everything. Um, make sure you're subscribed here on Spotify. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that is DYCT Podcast. And we will see you here next Friday.